0: Hey guys, welcome back to Real Sex Talk with Honey. I'm Honey. Welcome. I'm so glad that you are back today. So, before I tell you the topic for today, I'm going to tell you that, just remind you that this is an adult-oriented podcast. All my episodes should only be listened to people over the age of 18, please, And there are several ways for you to reach out to me. And I love for you to reach out to me, guys. So please do. You can email me at honeyshive62 at gmail.com. You can tweet me at honeyshive. You can find me on OnlyFans. I'm Honey. And you can also find me on Chatterbait. Hello, I'm Honey. So, yeah those are the ways you can reach out to me. I would love hearing from you. Please let me hear from you. Suggestions, comments, stories, pictures, whatever you want to share, guys. I am available and I will reply to you. It always just tickles me when you guys reply back and and are so shocked that I email you back. Say, of course I do. I, I'm not, I'm not just telling you I want to hear from you and I don't. I really want to hear from you. And I also love when you take part in my polls. Now I haven't got a lot of people taking part, but there have been a couple more. So that's good. Forward, upward motion is always good. So please keep taking part in the, the, uh, polls, uh, send me comments, like subscribe, do all that stuff to my podcast guys. I want it to grow. Also do not forget Patreon. There is a link in the description of this podcast for my Patreon. It is $1. I'm a little confused. Somebody signed up yesterday for $2. I didn't know you could increase it, which I find interesting. But anyway, Whoever did that, if you're listening, thank you. And then somebody asked for my cash app and he wants to, um, well, one person asked for my cash app and I I don't know why he didn't reply back, but one person asked for my cash app and said he wanted to tip me above and beyond my dollar, um, which I know is not much, but you know, um, it's, it's all I want, (laughs) but he wanted to tip me. And I was so like, I mean, flattered by that. And Encouraged, Thank you. You know who you are. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, so, yes, I love hearing from you. And I want you to sign up for my Patreon. It's only $1 a month. And that is where all of my podcasts are going to be eventually. I'm not sure when I'm going to pull the plug on that. But pull the plug, pull the trigger, however you say it. I'm not sure how I'm going or when I'm going to do it. But when I do the first five minutes or so of every episode will be here and you can hear it for free, but the rest of the episode will be on my Patreon, which is a dollar per month. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, that's all the admin stuff I want to get through. I am ready to talk about this episode. I have my cup of coffee. I am actually in my car. I am parked under a tree it is a sunny day here in Northeastern Florida. It is like 66 degrees. It's gorgeous. I'm going to take a long walk in a little while. But right now, I'm going to talk to you about a kink that I have. I've I've had it my whole life. But I didn't know it was a kink. I guess I should have known because of the way it makes me feel, the way I crave it, um, Yeah, so I should have known, but I didn't until last night. Now, I have my ex-boyfriend, my most recent (laughs) ex-boyfriend, the only ex-boyfriend I have uh, in the last 25 years, to thank for this because he found an article and he sent it to me last evening, and all he said was, you. And he's right. I looked at the article. I mean, as soon as I started reading it, I'm like, well, yeah, duh of course that's me. I didn't know it was a kink. And it kind of cracks me up that all these women are jumping on board. Um, see, for me, it, it comes naturally. It's just who I am, which, you know, I hate to say it, but it's a very narcissistic kink. Um, but I've been this way since I was little, and I think I know why. Um, I am driven to my uh, to my praise, kink, and that's what it's called, praise kink. My praise kink comes out of being rejected a lot when I was little, like little, like two, three. I have memories going all the way back to when I was two. Now I only know that they go back to when I was two because I would tell my mom, "Oh, I remember when this happened, that happened," and she'd be like, "I don't know how you could possibly remember that because I was two. So, so yeah, I have I have memories. And we all know, we all know that regardless of what you remember, things that happened to you from even before you were born, uh, help mold and affect you as a person. Now, come on guys, they don't have to define you. You can figure it out. And if you don't like it, you can work on it, but, but it's there and there's nothing we can do about it until we recognize it. Now, for me, I don't want to change my praise kink. I love it. Now, when I was growing up, I probably wish I could have recognized it and got rid of it. I would much rather be like these mentally healthy women who just find it fun to do in the bedroom or, you know, whatever. I would rather be that. I would rather choose it as my kink than been brought up with so much rejection that I craved it. My whole life, I've always craved praise, Um, and when I get it, I melt. So, the first person I ever received praise from, to the extent that I would call it a praise kink, was my ex-boyfriend. I have always craved praise. I've always chased it from whoever I'm with, but nobody has ever given it to me the way my ex-boyfriend did. And I think we molded that together. I mean, he is by nature, a praiser. He praises. He's very good at it. And I get the feeling it comes very natural to him. But... I think we molded and created our relationship that way because it's my kink and it's his pleasure to do it. So for us, well, let me tell you what praise kink is, which I mean, it's a little self explanatory. It's praise. And, and you, can, you can feed that kink in a lot of different ways. And I do think every person who's into praise kink would, would be fed differently differently. So some people want to be called a good girl or a good boy, um, a good pet or, you know, whatever the case is. Uh, some people, they're not so into the good, good girl, um, comments. Uh, some people are, you know, maybe they want to be praised about certain things and, and others about other things. Maybe some people want just praise on their sexual abilities and some people want praise on their body. So you see, it can be praise towards anything. And I think you just need to talk to each other and discover what... Or you don't even need to talk about it. You just need to start praising. And when you see her or his eyes light up, when you see their body accept what you're saying and just, you know, th- they start purring, <laughs> basically, you've hit on what does it for them. And I'm sure there's some people out there that just across the board, anytime you praise them in any fashion, they love it. I'm not necessarily like that. There are certain things that really get me going. And when my guy tells me, when he praises my sexual abilities as being the best he's ever had, see, I have a bit of competitiveness in me and greed and selfishness. I like my, um, my men to feel like I am the best they've ever had. And I will tell you, it's, it's kind of like, well, just make me believe it. You know, just make me believe it, whether you believe it or not, make me believe it. And, and I am going to melt for you. Um, Tell me that my pussy's the best. Tell me that my lips are the best. The ones on my face. You can tell me the other ones are too. Um, Tell me that I kiss like nobody else. Tell me that I'm the only person that's ever given you a mind-blowing blowjob. You see what I'm saying? Those things really get me going. When a man is entering me, missionary, and he, he, he lays down on me and he comes to my ear and he's entering me. And as he fully enters me, he whispers in my ear that he owns that pussy, that I am his. Oh, my God. Yes. Because to me, that is like the ultimate praise. He wants me. He wants me. Above all others, this is the body he craves, desires, wants. And... In the moment, hearing him tell me that is high praise. Having him tell me, you know, slide into me and tell me, whisper in my ear, you know, what a good girl. Or, oh my God, that's my good girl. Or putting me on my knees and and telling me to be a good girl and suck his cock. Yeah, all of that is hot. I love it. So, I don't know if you've ever heard of Praise Kink. I personally have never heard of it. As I told you, I did not know it was a kink. So this is new to me. You can, you can, um, do some research on it. Just put in praise kink in Google and you'll find it. I, I had no idea. And of course, you know, the way that I'm describing it is the way that I enjoy it. Um, and I also, just so you know, I praise back. I do, I'm not just a receiver of praise kink. I give praise kink. Um, and I, it, it, it comes from the fact that it's such a part of who I am and it makes me feel so good. So of course I give it back. I give it back because I think he's going to feel good too. When I tell him he's, you know, his cock is fucking amazing. Like, my last boyfriend, <laughs> his his cock, one of the most amazing cocks ever. I mean, seriously. And he heard it all the time from me. And, as, I mean, it was true. So, it was very easy to say. I had never seen a cock that I craved as much as him or his. It was just it, it set the bar of cocks for me. You know, it's, it just, I, I have the picture of that cock in my brain and I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Yep. That cock is fucking amazing. And I told him all the time, told him all the time. And I hope, (laughs) I hope the next cock I have is every bit as amazing. And that, that's, you know, that's, what's wonderful about life, right guys? Every new relationship opens up a new door. New adventure, new experiences. I think I'm ready to embrace my next chapter. Um, and I, again, I have my ex-boyfriend to thank for that. Um, he has worked overtime to convince me that he's not the right person for me. And I'll tell you, I've never been with anybody who has worked so hard to not be with me. <laughs> um, I mean, he's too busy for me. And that's fine. And yeah, you know, I, I don't have any problem admitting. You guys know, I told you, letting go is not an art that I know how to um to do it's not a skill i have i don't let go easily uh but credit to the to that man he he was able to continuously tell me no and i think i'm ready <laughs> well i know i'm ready to embrace the next chapter i don't know what it's going to be but what i do know i do know that whatever it is, it's going to include a lot of praise because praise kink is now officially on my list of kinks. It's always been there, but now I have a, now I have a name for it. So when you ask me what my kinks are, this is them. Come restriction, come control. Praise kink. Those are my major kinks right there. And I am one happy girl if I get all of them fed from a relationship. And I strongly recommend that you take some time to figure out your kinks. I believe, I strongly believe we all have them to some degree. I think that men and women both have a problem talking about kinks because they think it's taboo. And I think that some people, it goes even beyond not being able to talk about it. I think they can't think about it. So they never allow themselves to explore what their own kinks may be. I think that if everybody would loosen the fuck up and use a little self-care and try to figure out what pleases them. And yeah. Be a little narcissistic for a while. Think about yourself and what it is that pleases you. What trips your trigger? What gets you going? I mean, men, women, you guys—I believe everybody has them. And it may just be something small. It—it it might be something big. I strongly recommend that you go to a place like um, Fat Life. And start exploring fetishes. Read up on them. Read what other people have to say. If something interests you, explore it a little. If you don't have the courage to talk to your partner about it, at least start by looking at it on your own. And start exploring it. Open up. Guys, I am I promise you that it. this will do nothing for you except make your life a hell of a lot better in a lot of different ways. It takes stress off of you. You feel more confident when there are people who understand you. You feel more confident when your partner supports you. You know, I think I think that there are more partners out there walking around with this cloud over them. No, I, you know what? I don't think this. I know this. I talk to guys every day and the biggest reason for the failure in marriages and relationships in general is not being sexually compatible now you might think that oh no 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 there's lots of bigger problems there are bigger problems but not being sexually compatible will ruin a relationship If you feel like you have certain aspects to your sexuality that you cannot talk to your partner about, how do you think you're going to feel five years from now, 10 years from now? They don't support you because they don't know you and they don't know you because you feel 100% like they would not just ridicule you, but they would look at you with disgust. Maybe they'd even leave you. And... Can we be one hundred percent sure that that wouldn't happen? No, we can't. But there are ways to approach this situation. You don't just dive off the cliff, you know. There are ways, baby steps, to approach it and feel it out. And you know what, guys? If 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 by by going through this process, if at any point you realize you are right that your partner would probably leave your ass if she or he knew your kink, then stop stop because now you have information that you need to digest. You need to process this information and you need to decide what you're going to do for the rest of your life. Are you going to stay in a relationship? And stick with me here to the end. I might not be saying what you think. Are you going to stay with a relationship where you are not just not understood, but you can't even talk or share with your partner who you are? Or are you going to find someone you're sexually compatible with and live a better life? You need to answer that question. Now, what you do with it, maybe you're not thinking this through. I'm not saying you need to make that decision and leave. No. What I'm saying is when you get get clear with yourself and realize if the answer is you can't live your life this way, that that would make you miserable, then you need to, again, take some time and sit with that knowledge. And you need to get the courage to have a conversation with your spouse or your partner. You need to have that conversation and you need to tell them this newfound knowledge that you have. You may be surprised. You may think that they would not support you, and you could be completely surprised to find out that they would. You may even find out they have some kinks of their own. Or they could say to you, you're right, this is done, this is over. But let me ask you this. You have come to a place where you realize you can't live your life this way. You have been honest with your partner and told them how you feel. You've shared with them who you are. And you allowed them to make a decision on whether they want to be with you and support you or whether they want to separate from you. So tell me, what is wrong with this situation? Where is there a problem with this? You have taken the time to explore things. You've taken the time through the process to do the right thing. You've made a decision to be honest. That is not just fair to you, but that is fair to your spouse, your partner. Don't you think that your partner has a right to know who you really are? Don't you think your partner has a right? What if your partner stays with you for 30 years and then one day you lose it and you just shit out all that stuff? You just vomit it all out all over your partner and say, I've always been like this. I kept it to myself. You would never understand. What if if they would have? Or what if you made them feel so bad for depriving you of this? I mean, it's not fair to do that to your partner, and it's not fair to do it to you. Honesty is what's fair. Let your partner have the same choice that you have to decide whether they want to be in a relationship with somebody that they know a hundred percent. Be honest, let your partner know who you are. Of course, this is just my opinion. I'm not a doctor. I have no um, credentials to be saying any of this. I have experience. I have opinions. It's just me. I happen to think it's good advice. Because I'm not asking you to do anything quickly. I'm telling you to t- make it a process. And I'm telling you to, to, to get to a point where you're going to be honest. And I just, I think it's the only fair thing to do. To live your relationship in honesty. Because I know that I wouldn't want to be with somebody for 20 years only to find out that I didn't know him. And the reason I didn't know him is because he decided that I would not support him in his his whatever, his thoughts, his kinks, his, you know, whatever, his desires to take that choice away from me, to to tell me what I would think, but to never actually give me the choice to say what I think. Do you really think that that is the best way to go? I don't. So now, I don't know how I got on this tangent. I guess because we're talking about kinks and fetishes, and so many people, so many people don't explore their kinks, and that's why I started talking about it. So if you fall into that category, if you're one of those people that does not explore kinks because you're scared of how people will perceive you, please, please email me. Let's talk about it. I promise you that I've got some some more stuff to say about it, and I promise you that that I can, I can talk to you, and you don't have to agree with what I say, but I promise you I'll give you food for thought. And... It can't help. It can't hurt, right? To have people to talk to. You should live an authentic life. You should live an authentic life. We are all here to live authentically. Be who you are. Be proud of who you are. And surround yourself with people who support you. That's all I got to say. I'm done. Praise fetish. Praise kink. Praise kink. I like it. And right now I'm going to praise you. And I'm going to tell you that you are the most absolutely gorgeous people. And I am so happy to have you here. And I think that you're one smart cookie for being here. (laughs) Oh, guys, I'm going to go. I'm going to go. I don't know what tomorrow's episode is going to be about, but this wraps up today's, don't forget, Patreon, okay? $1 a month, guys. Please do it. You'll be entered into a drawing automatically for a 30-minute phone call with me. Guys, that phone call could be about anything. You're also going to get my Snapchat, my premium Snapchat, which costs $50. You're going to get that for free, okay? Because that's where we're going to do the the 30-minute phone call is on um, Snapchat audio, all right? So, um, it keeps everything anonymous, guys, on Snapchat. So, uh, so f- good for both of us. And that'll be 30 minutes, your time with me, to talk about anything you want. And guys, if you just want to masturbate the whole time, that's okay. <laughs> Whatever you want. Hey, it's 30 minutes. You could do a little of everything. So, uh, think about it. If that sounds good to you, go sign up for my Patreon. On April 24th, I will be drawing the name of somebody who is a subscriber on my Patreon to get that 30 minutes and my um, premium Snapchat. All right, guys. Love y'all. Talk to you soon. Bye.